So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a very special guest. I have Andres Ayesta here. Andres is a registered dietitian and CEO of Planos, a six-figure company where he helps chronic dieters get rid of the diet mentality by building a a sustainable nutrition blueprint to crush their health and fitness goals. Andres, man, thank you so much for jumping on. Uh, So excited to have you here. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you so much for for having me here today. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, Andres, I I think um, we should definitely start by hearing a little bit about your story, uh, your background, and uh, how you got to where you are today, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, man. Um, I'll try to keep it. It it can be definitely a a long-winded answer. So, I'm just going to try to keep the, the, the snippets and the highlights in here. So, um, I was born in Venezuela, so uh, born and raised there. So grew up down in a small town called Puerto La Cruz. And um, yeah, dude, I wanted to be, uh, I think like once I graduated high school, I wanted to be a doctor. So like always an A student trying to kind of get the best grades possible. Um, like my dreams came crashing down when I didn't get into med school. So that was a pretty unfortunate thing for me at that point. Uh, went through some rough patches in my life when, our, like, you know, a lot of our family uh, typically lost a lot of things. It's there, especially from the really kind of like a financial rut. So we were, I came from a family that we had it all and then we lost it all pretty much. Um, and uh, ever since then, that's kind of what I kind of impulsed me to be sort of like, I wanted to be a doctor. Doctors make a lot of money, all different things like that. I want to have sort of that financial freedom um, in one way, shape or form. So obviously that was a really tough kind of situation when I didn't get into med school. But anyways, long story short, I actually came here to the U.S. to be an exchange student. And um, I really kind of got immersed into the culture. I really like, liked it, enjoyed it, but ended up going back home. But when I was back home, I realized that um, there was an option to, for me to get into med school, which was actually going through um, nutrition school. Um, and I remember uh, actually starting school and then the semester. And it was just a way to kind of, for me to jump into med school, like maybe after one or two semesters. So for me, it was more of a, um, kind of like a, a stepping stone just to simply to get into that. It was just more of like a, a backdoor to get into the faculty of medicine. So I went through again, some really difficulty around that time mentally and figure out exactly what is it that I wanted to do. And I realized that nutrition is actually my calling. So I figured, you know, I wanted to be a doctor because I wanted to just be able to not just necessarily for the money aspect of them, but just because I really wanted to work with athletes. I wanted to do all of the different things in that area. And I realized that, you know, doctors are not the only ones that wear coats, not the only ones that can help people. 
So I started nutrition and I, I wanted to work with athletes and I literally, that's what kind of got me to come to the U S. So I applied to a million different scholarships. Um, again, at that point, um, I was growing up in, in, or I was kind of like going to school in Caracas. Uh, I didn't have a car still kind of like, you know, barely making it at that point. I was working as a bartender, um, and just to be able to kind of make ends meet and, and just trying to kind of crush it in school. So, and I was actually going to school to a public school as well. So it was not necessarily like, so I, because I couldn't afford like a private, like, you know, university back then. So anyways, like it was, it was, a, it was a bit of a struggle. Um, but then I applied for schools that really had that stream to be able to kind of come in here and work with pro athletes. And that's exactly what I did. So I came to the U S I finished my undergrad. I did all the things that I was supposed to do. Um, and I did get the chance to, to build my dream and actually work with professional athletes. I work with, um, NFL athletes. I work with major league baseball players, some of the top of the line. I work with um, the NHL hockey athletes, like every single person that you can think about. And I got to that point and I realized that, you know, okay, I did this and, and this is all good and great, but I was working for a lot of people back then, right? I was working for either a school or I was working for a facility or I was working for other kinds of like, kind of situations. And I realized that I didn't want that. I was like, I want to, I, I, it's not necessarily that I, I don't believe in building other people's dreams. I just feel like I'm, my calling is to build my own. So, and I wanted to achieve, you know, I kind of pair that up with my why, which is like, I really wanted to never actually have to go through the kind of things that my, my family kind of went through growing up where we kind of lost pretty much everything. Like literally I, I was a kid that had my, my parents had two Mercedes that parked outside, like a motorcycle, boats, a big house, all the different things like that. And literally, um, you know, five, within five years, we were not necessarily homeless, but we were living, we didn't have a home we were just living, you know, with my aunt. And, and that was a really kind of tough situation for me. So I realized that I can just leave paycheck basically, and kind of like build myself as a dietitian and a really reputable job or so. Um, or I can just kind of leave that comfort and just build something out of my own. And I realized there was all the people that were doing it. Right. And I was like, okay, there's dietitians that are doing this and making a pretty good amount of money. Or they're just essentially building their dreams on their own, right? So they can, they, they have their own businesses and stuff. So I did that. Um, and in 2015, I founded Vivi Nutrition originally. This is when the whole entrepreneurship type of route sort of started. And I failed miserably. Like it was like, I figured like, I was like, oh, how hard can it be, right? Um, I had these friends in Orlando that reached out to me. Um, they, they own a, a CrossFit call for every young CrossFit. And they like, they sat me down. They're like, Hey, we're going to open up a gym. Uh, we're going to have an office in there. And we would like you to be our nutrition coach or nutritionist. And I think it's going to be a good opportunity for you. We're going to have 50 members. You're going to have access to, um, and they're going to be all for you to grab. And that's going to be a great opportunity. So I was like, wow, immediately I thought, okay, this is my opportunity to start my business. Um, so that's what I try to do. Um, and I realized that the, the reality is a little bit different. It's not just as easy as like, just people are going to like rain on you and they're going to give you their credit cards and, and they're going to just like, Hey, like, like, please help me. Here's like, here's hundreds of dollars so I can kind of help you. And, um, I, 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 it really hit me hard because I realized, okay, this is not as easy as it sounds. And I started learning through YouTube channels and all kinds of different things like that from business and entrepreneurs and books and all kinds of stuff like that. But it got to a point where I was not even making, like, I could not even afford like my rent and stuff like that. So I had to get a job. Um, and it was a difficult time too, because I was also going through 
difficulties with my my uh, my uh, legal status here in the U.S. So like there was a point where I couldn't even work, right? So I, I, it was not even like that I, I didn't want to. It's just like I couldn't. When I was actually cleared to be able to do so, I had to get a job for a couple of years to be able to kind of like, you know, afford my myself to be able to kind of live. Um, and for two and a half years, I kind of put the whole business on the side. And it was just more of like, I'm just going to do whatever I can with it and making some sort of like mediocre, um, you know, amount of money on the side. But I still had to get and had to kind of like, you know, support myself with an actual full time job. So it was not until 2019 where I just decided to kind of go full on. And I promised myself, I remember this like on, I think it was a good November when I said, I am going to match my income in the next three months. And that's going to be the turning point for me to say, I'm going to leave my job. Um, and that's exactly what I did. And I jumped in um, ever since then, I have not looked back. And ever since then, we built a six figure business helping you know, hundreds and hundreds of people uh, with their nutrition. We now have a team of um, three dietitians. We have a, um, you know, a sales team. We have a content manager. We have a, a team that we have built in the process. So now it's, it's more about, you know, I realized my dream was possible. And now I just, I'm, I'm in the process of actually kind of make it even bigger um, at this point and creating more impact and, and helping more people. And that's kind of like the ultimate goal that, that we have here as a company and, and me, but personally also as a person. So that's the story. Um, I guess like the, the summarized version of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing, man. And, and thank you so much for sharing that. I, I see a lot of similarities in, in our stories too, uh, in, in the sense of, of parents, you know, losing it all. And it's, it, it really takes a toll on you. And a lot of it, ends up being the mindset that we that we start to have in ourselves. So I'm curious, like from, you know, from 2015 to, to then 2019, uh, and I'm sure that there were so many, so many changes and so many things that you could probably uh, relate it back to. But if, if you had to say like the top, man, the top like two to three things that that really made the difference for you um, to uh, to get to where you're at today, from where you were at in 2015, like what, what are those things uh, if, if you had to break them down? So I'd say like, if I could like the, the, the biggest thing that made the difference, there's obviously a bunch of stuff, you know, like I hire somebody, all that kind of stuff. Right. And, and we'll mm -hmm. get into that. Right. But that yeah. was not really what made the difference. The difference, what got me to do all those things was to change the way I thought I the, the, the way I was thinking. Um, I went from, I, I grew, grew up also, um, thinking a lot about money as like as a as a finite resource, right? As a, something that is gonna go away, and I need to make sure that I hang on to it as best as I can. So as the kind of person that it was always complaining about not having enough money, that scarcity mindset, and I didn't realize what the scarcity versus abundance type of mentalities really meant until actually somebody introduced me to them. Uh, but I realized I was a very scarce person, like everything was limited. And when you kind of live in that type of mentality, everything is truly limited because that's just basically a reality that you create for yourself. So it was not until I changed that mindset of mine, I created uh, and, and, and still I started to realize that, no, there's there's a lot to grab onto. There's a lot of things that are available to me. And I changed that mindset and still a work in progress to this day. So, I mean, literally six years later, still, it's, it's not something that just kind of goes away. But I realized that, you know, it's the more like there's a lot to to again, like there's a lot out there in the universe for us to be able to have. And I kind of changed into that abundant kind of mindset. So I went from a person that 
I was like too cheap to, to either hire anybody or to pay anything to be able to kind of help myself grow to not to a point of actually kind of taking a leap of faith and saying like, Hey, I need to, to spend money on the things that are going to or invest money in the things that are going to kind of help me grow and be better beyond just like school. Right. Cause we spend thousands of, of thousands of, of dollars in school and stuff. We wouldn't necessarily kind of think about it as like, Oh, this is so expensive because we think about it. This is just what I'm supposed to do. But obviously like not hiring a service or somebody to be able to help me do the things that I don't know how to do. That was to me like impossible. And when I hire my first coach, you know, when he said like, oh yeah, we're going to work together. It's going to be about $600 a month or probably like, you know, around 8K for like the whole year or so, like the first person I ever worked with, I was like, that, that's impossible to me to think about like any more than like, like $200 to pay for a service. Like even granted like, alone for, for a month was just to me incomprehensible. Like it, there's no way, like I don't have that kind of money. I never will have that kind of money. That's what kind of kept me from spending any kind of money for like the first two years. What made the difference is like believing that I, the more that I put out, the more that I got out as well. So that's when I decided to go all in. And, and actually I started by just simply hiring a coach as a, as a nutrition coach to help me because I was about to turn 30 and I had it like back there, like in my, in my, um, uh, in my library back here, I actually wrote when I was like 27 or so, like this big life goals that I had when I turned 30, when I turned 35 and I said, hey, by, by the time I'm turning 30 and I wrote in English and Spanish, I'm going to have a successful nutrition business. And I was accomplishing that 30 year old mark. And I was like, I'm not near close to where I really need to be right now. So that's when I decided to say, OK, I'm going to hire this guy. He's a nutrition coach, so I can at least see what he's doing because he seems to be pretty successful. And maybe I can kind of mimic some of the stuff that he's doing. And that's exactly what I did. And I hired Tony Stefan. He was actually my first coach ever. Um, and, uh, and after like two to three months, not only I got the results that I needed to, I realized that the power of accountability and having somebody to really kind of help you, um, see things from a different perspective was like invaluable. And I would pay like 10 times what I paid for back then for nutrition coaching because of that, um, because he got me where I needed to go, um, and a lot faster, right. I was a dietitian that did not know exactly how to kind of get to my nutrition goal. So I was like, there's something wrong here. So, and after I finished that program, he was starting off um, helping other health dietitians and health professionals actually kind of build their own thing because he was successful at it. Um, and I told him like, how much is it going to cost me? Like, what is it going to be? And like, and I jumped in it and, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars later that I spent on coaching and mentorships, like I realized like, you know, everything kind of got returned back to me, like, you know, two times, like, you know, in the past couple of years, we kind of crossed over like the half million dollar mark. In, in kind of like sales and coaching. And so literally out of like the maybe like 25 to $50,000 that I have invested in like working with coaches or so forth. I mean, that's like a 10X, you know, return on the investment. So I realized that, you know, and, I, and now it's not a brainer for me. So when I started working with Dan Bolton, like it was a no brainer. Like I was like, I, yeah, I need to make sure he was the right person. But now investing for me in myself and in the future that I have from our company, I think it's the biggest kind of mindset shift that I've had since like 2015. Then now I'm, I'm now just switched into now understanding like what is like the, the ROI that I'm going to get into, into those things now. So I think that's, that's what really made a big difference into all this. Yeah. And I think, I think it's so, I think it's so amazing. And, you know, throughout, throughout several of the episodes, it's, it's a common theme, right? It's the mindset. 
And we always say like, it's, it's mindset. Mindset is a prerequisite to success and everything that you do. And it's, it's so true. And I feel like, you know, for, for so many people having the, the scarcity versus abundance mindset and really, really not just understanding it as a concept, but, but living it and being it are two completely different things. And it's, it's just, it's really neat to see that, Hey, like that was a difference. And when you think about it, right, like you mentioned school, the, edu- the traditional educational system, right. Uh, for me, you know, it was 80, $90,000 with interest. It'll be 150 or more over the next, you know, 20, 25 years, which before I was freaking out about now I'm like, ah, I can wait to pay. Cause I can invest in much better things <laughs> that will make me a lot more money and, and help and help me help more people. Um, but we, we invest that amount of money and don't even think twice about it, right? Because it's just the way things are, right? Yeah. And we've been convinced for so long that that's the path that you have to take if you want to live a, you know, live uh, the American dream, you know, have a good job, buy a nice house and have a great family. And that's it. And it's such a lie, right? A lie that we've been fed. And um, and now when the opposite is, is like, hey, you know, you just said, like, if, we, if I invested $90,000 into PT school, I should have a 10x return on that investment. And is that true for me or for anyone else? No. Absolutely not. I mean, when dietitians, <laughs> like they, yeah. so, so let's say obviously our average, like, you know, like school tuition again, like all that with like the internship and everything was like, I don't know, 80, 80 K or so. Yeah. Right. And then like, so, so it, you would expect like, okay, like if I'm going to spend $80,000 in this, what's the return going to give me at least over the the next like five years, yeah. the average dietitian makes in a clinical position anywhere between 50 to $60,000. Which, you know, like after taxes and everything, it just kind of comes down to almost nothing. So we're talking about like, you know, $50,000 times like, you know, five years, that's $250,000. That's barely actually like, you know, like return on the investment. Sure. Like you recoup, obviously what you invested in, like maybe three years or so. But when you compare it to what you can actually do and accomplish over like the course of a year, like, you know, minus interest and all those different things, it's as, as a business owner, it's, it's, it's a big, big kind of leap, right? It's like a huge kind of like, you know, kind of difference around that. And I didn't realize that until I, until I, we kind of hit the first, um, you know, very high month where I was like, I can't believe like in just like, or, or just like a, in a quarter, like I remember when I, we hit a quarter, we just kind of like hit um, the, the first like 10K month that we had. Um, and we hit a quarter with literally, I think the total quarter was like closer to like 65 or so. I was like, I can't believe that in three months I make what most dietitians typically make an entire year. Um, and, and that was a big kind of eye-opening experience to me because I realized like this is this is possible. Like this is this is doable. And and there's a ton of people doing it. And they don't they don't have like they're not like this, you know, Elon Musk's or or Jeff Bezos, like, you know, like they're just normal people just like, you know, like you and me, and they're doing it because you know, they believe that they can do it. And, and I think that's kind of like the bigger things that, that, that kind of created that. So, so I didn't really want to be another, and I respect people that like that, right? Like there's people that are very comfortable with their nine to five positions, their, their comfort, like they just want to make sure they have a paycheck that they're happy. And I 100% respect that. In fact, we hire them. We hire those people because they just feel very comfortable and they just like to be a part of something bigger rather than them building them themselves. And that's a big thing too. Entrepreneurship is not something that should be forced on people. And, and that's a big thing too. It's like, oh, you should start your business because it's fucking hard, right? It's it's ridiculously hard. So that's a big thing that a lot of times like people don't see. Not everybody is is kind of cut out to be an entrepreneur. Um, I, I think it's because they don't understand a lot of times. Some people think they are, 
right? But then not everybody understand exactly all the sacrifices, sweat and tears that require for you to be able to kind of build your own kind of empire. Um, and sometimes it's okay if you don't want to. Not everybody needs to kind of have that thirst around that and they can still be successful, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's so that's so good. And that was actually one of my next questions to you because, you know, I, I think I think there definitely is is a mindset shift that needs to happen. And there is definitely sacrifice, especially in the earlier stages of business before, you know, you you start to grow the team and then you can start scaling back. But it does take time to get there for sure. So I was going to ask you, like, was it easier to make, you know, like you mentioned the 65K in those three months uh, than making that amount of money over a year? Uh, so that that was one of the questions I was going to ask you for your perspective on that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Like it's because yeah. I think when I started, I, I remember I just kind of found some like old pieces of paper in there where I just kind of put in there, like my goal, my financial goals This was back in 2015. Like if I get this many clients, I'm going to make this. And like my top, like super like top of the line priority, I was like, I'm going to make $4,000 in like, you know, in like six months or so. And, and I didn't realize that I could, I could do that. And, and, you know, when I started kind of changing the mentality around some of this stuff and, you know, and I think the first month that I ever kind of hired a coach where I was just kind of like working with me in the process, like I went from like 1000 to like 4k just one month. I was like, wow, like, this is something that I said, like literally like three years ago, I would have said it would have taken me six months to kind of get to a point. So a lot of times that like, we don't believe like that there are certain things that are possible because we just we just feel like we're not worthy of some, something like that. Like that's just only for for business people and business savvy people. No, you just need to make sure that you're able to kind of like help people in a way that and then you can kind of like explain it in a way that they understand how you can support and help them because people have problems. And if you have the solutions for, for those problems, people would pay whatever they can to be able to kind of help them solve that, right? Like that's in my field, for example, um, and I, I, uh, I think I heard this from from this, you know, the hundred million dollar man, Alex Formosi, he just said it the other day. And he said, like, and he used the example of a weight loss, right? Like liposuction in the U.S. can cost anywhere between 30 to $40,000, right? So why do people pay it? Well, because it's a, the, it's, a, it's a reduced time delay, so they don't have to do anything. It's a, a reduced effort that they kind of have to put into it. And all these different things and the amount of people that I typically talk to that says, like, I don't have money for coaching or, or stuff like that. But then they will actually find it in the money and the different things like that because this is because they have a problem that can be solved a lot quicker and a lot faster. So they would pay for that. So until I realized that there is like people that need it or that need the help, that need problems that need to be solved in some way or shape or form, like obviously through what we do or not. Right. Like the sky is the limit when it comes down to what you can make and what you can, you know, charge and, and the kind of things like that. So this is when I kind of like, you know, break through the mentality. It's like $4,000, $5,000 is nothing, right? Like that's something I can charge to one person if like they have like problems that I know exactly how to fix and give them exactly the outcome that they're really looking to have, right? And this is actually how I got to, to 10K months. And then from 10K, like, you know, it took me a few months to kind of get to that 20 and, and so forth. And you're just kind of building up from there. Right. So, so it's, it's possible. We just need to kind of find the people that need that support and help. And, and so we can kind of are able to kind of help them in, in, in that way. So, but it was just a lot of limitations sometimes that we create around what's possible and what's not. And, and once we kind of break through that barrier, like, again, the sky is the limit, to be honest. Yeah. And that, that's, that's a, a big, a big idea also to, to put out there is the idea that there are people already paying for services that, 
costs way more than most people feel comfortable charging in their in their own business. And yeah. it's it's a matter of of the desire, the 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 need that and and those factors of time delay as well, the the amount of effort that people have to put into it. And that all you know partially comes down to to your offer and and your marketing yeah. message as well, which I think is huge. Um, but if the people's problem is big enough, like they they will pay. And a lot of them uh, what I've realized in, in our own business and, and the people that we help is that the the biggest uh, limitation to people paying is is us, <laughs> yeah. right? And the beliefs that we even have. So so from because uh, I know the the mindset piece is so important, and, and you uh, broke that down really nicely in in your own personal story. From from a skill set level, you know, what would you say in your business has been has been the difference maker? Is it has it been? And I, I'm, again, I know it's a combination of things, but has it been increasing your prices? Where you you know. Has that been a big part of it? Has it been your offer, how you present the offer? Um, what would you say has made a, a big difference in that realm? Um, I think for me, it's it's been a, a few things. First is really understanding, um, like the pricing is a, bit, is a big one, right? Because I think a lot of times like we, we, we're, we undercharge for what really, what we're providing as like, you know, dietitians and healthcare professionals. And it's mostly because of the fact that you know, what people kind of find valuable for them as well, right? And really what they're trying to kind of get. So um, I, when, when I think when my first coach, coach told me, is like, yeah, dude, like you can be charging like $500 a month for this. And I'm like, in the, in the moment he said that, I was like, like, there's no way I can say this. So it was a belief system that I don't deserve to be paid this amount of money from one person. Like, I don't deserve that. Like, why would somebody pay me $500? That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And when you have that belief system and you are in a sales call, like, you know, trying to kind of like, you know, get this client to convert to work with you, right? If you have that belief system, when you tell them exactly what your pricing is, because your coach told you to say that, right? If you don't believe it yourself, the person that you're talking to will not believe it. They will not believe it because they would obviously sense that. Right. They would sense that, you know, deep inside that that's way too much money for what you uh, what you offered or what it is. And you don't necessarily believe that you can actually kind of give me that five dollars worth of value in, into the program. So if I change that now and, and that took some time to say confidently, this is exactly what what this the investment for this is going to be. And this is exactly what I am going to help you do. And you don't have to have this like really fancy offer. I also learned that the big, the, the also in, in the process. And I still kind of like work with that because like, I think my personality always wants like, you know, things to be fancy and flashy and exciting, right? There's still something that I kind of battle with that. But honestly, what I, when I, when I spend the most amount of money in like, or, or invest the most amount of money on coaching and times that I've done it, when I think about the offer and all the things that I got in return, it was like, there were some, some, play, some, some coaches I worked with is like freaking Google docs. And when I look back, I was like, I did not care one bit. I was not complaining about the fact that they were giving me a Google Doc. I was just like, you know, I was just w looking forward after the outcome. If if my 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 pricing and all all that what I was doing actually was yielding results, and and I, we were growing as a company and doing all these different things, I don't care. I don't I don't give crap about anything else so so i then again i still struggle with that because i feel obviously my clients really want to i want to have make sure that they have a great experience and the interface and all that kind of stuff but the reality is that's all fluff right like if a lot of times that like people just simply would pay to just have you know 30 minutes to talk to you every couple of weeks 
So they can just kind of like share their thoughts and you can kind of like tell them like everything is okay. You're going to be great. Like, you know, just focus on this. That's literally what, what a lot of times like business coaches, nutrition coaches, that's all we do. Right. People know what they're supposed to do. People know what they're like, you know, my field, like they know what they're, they're, what they're supposed to eat sometimes. Yes. Like they need more education and stuff like that, but they know the basis of it, but then nobody's doing it. And nobody's doing it. The same reason that I wasn't doing it as a nutrition coach, dietitian with all this training and stuff like that. And I was not able to kind of get to my own results because we lack accountability. We lack support. We need somebody like we humans require, like we, we like, we thrive on community. We don't like to be alone. Right. And then when we feel alone, we, we just, we can say all these different things about like, oh, I'm self-motivated. I can do this stuff on my own. No, you don't. Like a lot of times some people can have that ability, but in many, many cases, you need to kind of have being supported by somebody else, whether it's like a, a coach or actually a, a family member or a person, but there's always that need. And sometimes when that person, that need is not met through some immediate person that you have right next to you, you will pay top dollar to make sure that you get it from somebody else, particularly somebody that is like well-versed and has walked the line, has gone through exactly that path or has the educational background to help support those things that you need in that moment. So that was a big kind of like, you know, turning point for me that I feel like obviously kind of make a big difference in their process. I'm not sure that I answered your question because I kind of digress a little bit on there. No, I think, I think that's, I think that's solid. Um, and you, you mentioned a, a few really key pieces there is, is focus on the outcome, right? Not the stuff. And that's what people want. And that's what people pay for. And a lot, a lot of the times when I even think about, you know, the, the cost of something and, and typically when we're pricing our services, like for those that, that haven't gone through the coaching process, it's like, we're so focused on like, how am I going to price this? What is this going to cost versus the value? And what's the cost of them not having what we have, right? And that cost, whether it's the, it's the surgery, the medications, their health over a lifespan is so much greater. And that's, what's the, the, that's what the outcome is going to be if they don't have our thing. And I think, I think just even that's a, that's a mindset shift and that's all it is, right. That allows us to feel much better about, about how much we're charging. So, um, you know, from, from your experience, cause we talk about this quite a bit from your experience, have you noticed that the more that you've charged, the more people are, are committed to the process, the better results that they get? Yeah. So, and I think one of my coaches told me like, when you pay, you pay attention. Right. So, yeah. um, but then you'd be surprised sometimes that that's not always the case. Um, sometimes people pay and I was like, that, and I was like, I, you just made this like large investment and obviously you're not putting in the work. So, so what's going on, but that's obviously just how I'm wired. Right. Like if I, when I invested the amount of money I've invested in coaches in the past, you bet your ass that I'm going to kind of be old. I'm going to do all the things that I'm supposed to do for that. But sometimes I, I'm even like right now at this stage, you know, I'm part of like the involvement mastermind right now. And like, I don't do everything that they asked me to do or that they required to do, because again, like I'm still trying to run a business. Right. And, and, and that sometimes I like, can actually kind of backfire on me because I'm not really moving at the speed that I'm supposed to. Um, so I think that the bigger thing that, that I think is important to, to, to kind of understand, it's like sometimes, you know, with more, yeah, the more, the more investment that you're kind of putting in, a lot of times people are going to be more serious about certain kinds of situations. Otherwise, you know, like if you, if you're kind of offer, like, you know, like somebody kind of comes, comes in and says, um, or a nutrition coach is like, oh, I'm going to coach you for a hundred dollars a month. Right. And then somebody comes in and, and tells you like, I'm going to coach you for a thousand dollars a month. Right. When you look and evaluate both options, right. Like you will start to question, like, why is there such a big discrepancy? And you may start to think, what is this $1,000 guy actually is offering that this guy is not 
right? And a lot of times that people would say, I'm going to go for the cheap because I'm shopping based on price, right? Because I want to go for the cheap. And I realize obviously they're getting their money's worth of $100, which is a generic program, something that is cookie cutter, something that is like done for you. That is like, you know, like it's everybody else, like actually really kind of like did it. Like it's, it, they get exactly what it is. And sometimes like people go through that shopping based on price mentality multiple times before they realize how much money they already spent. By the time they realize that they could have solved the problem by just, you know, investing that $1,000 that one time, right? Instead of obviously failing 10 different times to get to the same amount of money spent and investment made um, in the past. And sometimes that investment is not necessarily only, only kind of like, you know, reflected on money, but it's also reflected on time because time is also a currency. Right. Like if you are like wasting like hours and hours of your life trying to figure things out on your own, when you can have somebody tell you what to do in one hour, you know, how much money are you kind of spending? And so that's a big kind of mental shift that I kind of had as well. Right. This is, for example, when I decided to like this is when we go from a solopreneur to now starting to build a team. I can do everything. And I still struggle with that every single day. Like, you know, why would I need to have another coach when I can do it all myself? Well, because if I have these goals to kind of grow and scale, I need to have obviously other people do certain things that I need to be willing to be able to also kind of like, you know, let go of doing right from, you know, writing content to like posting on social media to like, you know, doing scheduling to like booking stuff like, you know, those are things that I had to do and I had to learn how to do myself. But if I want to learn how to grow, I need to make sure that I kind of let go of some of those different things like that, because I realized that my time is limited. So for people that a lot of times are in just in general as a consumer too, for people like for that we work with, it's more about like how much time is it going to take you to figure this out on your own? So you can keep your investment, you can keep the money and you can like, you know, do it and figure it out on your own. But most of the times like people will go in, in circles around this whole process for, for years sometimes before they realize like, you know what, you're right. And I wish I could have done it a little sooner because I feel like I would have solved my problem. And, and that's kind of like the, 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 the bigger thing. And I, I typically reflected with this analogy. I had, um, uh, we, we bought a house, right? And it's not a new house. So we've had all kinds of different kinds of issues happen to it. So last week we had a uh, backup in our, um, in our uh, sewage line. And that was it's disgusting. You know, it just kind of like started coming up in our yard. It was just like the, the, terrible. When I moved first moved into this house, we were still sort of like, we just put a bunch of money in the house. We didn't have a whole lot of money. So I ended up actually going to Home Depot and like renting one of those like little things to kind of like do it myself, right? Like do it, do it, do yourself type of thing. And I did it, right? So this time I was like, okay, like we have this problem. I have all this work that I need to do. I can spend an entire Saturday trying to figure this out on my own, or I could decide to pay somebody so they can kind of do it so they can save me some time, right? Long story short, the guy ended up coming in here. He had to dig a hole. He had to open the thing. He had to do different things like that, Right. And it cost me $1,000 that day that I had to spend. But obviously, that's the same day that I made a sale for like, you know, 2.5 times that. Right. So, so a lot of times, like people don't understand the value that time sometimes have and how much money are you willing to pay to kind of get some of that back in return. That's a bigger thing because, again, like time is a currency and you need to obviously kind of like learn to see it that way. Wow. That, that, is, that is powerful stuff, man. And I think so, so many of us forget about that. That, that time is a currency and it's actually the one that, that we don't have infinite amounts of, right? Yeah. Because money is always going to be there um, and you could always figure out a way to make more money. You know, luckily for us as healthcare professionals, we can always go get another job if we really had to, 
Uh, whereas the time is something you can't get back. And I think that's, that's, that's huge to put into perspective. Um, and <laughs> I, man, it's like everything you say, I'm like, yep, me too. <laughs> Our house, plumbing issues. Right. But the first thing that we did when we got the house, Marissa was like, oh, we should get a lawnmower. I'm like negative. We're not getting a lawnmower because when we get a lawnmower, that means that I'm going to have to mow the lawn and that's not happening. So we right. hired someone well, on it the took spot. Me, it took me two years to do that. So I have been doing it myself for two years until we finally found a guy that he could do it for 40 bucks every every two weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll pay the $80 a month for that. You're right. So because again, it saved me like four hours out of my month that I, I could spend with my family, in my business, like doing fun stuff, you know? So it's 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 all... It's all like that. It's 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 what you kind of spend money that is going to kind of bring and buy 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 time back to you. So I spent two years out of my life, like trying to figure something out on my own when I could have obviously kind of spend or invest in something that I could have fixed within six months. Right. Yeah. It's it's that is like the power of 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 obviously investing in yourself. And I think that's what a lot of times like people like really struggle to to kind of see that because it's 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 not necessarily about having the money or not. It's about believing in, in what can be done when you actually invest it for you. Um, and that's, that's a, it's a big kind of leap that a lot of times like many people are afraid to take. Yeah. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. So I was going to ask you like, what is, what is with, with your business right now, what is the primary uh, marketing method that you're using to, to attract clients? So it's changed over the years, right? So we started off mostly on Instagram. Um, and that's where we did a lot more of a lead generation. Um, then I, during the pandemic, I actually started well with Instagram and we started up a Facebook group. So that was like really going well. Um, and then now we, uh, back at, uh, at 2020 during the pandemic, like the whole TikTok craze started uh, kind of happening. So I got pretty creative. I thought it was a pretty cool outlet to just kind of like, really express myself and be fun and do stuff like that, that I was not really doing on Instagram. I think on Instagram, I started that account with this idea that I had to kind of show myself as like the professional rather than show my, my character, my personality. So I found TikTok to be that outlet. And lo and behold, like you realize that when people kind of see the true you and they see obviously how fun or like, or, or you can, they can kind of see your true personality instead of like the RD, the dietitian, like people like to really like they dig that. Right. And we went from, zero followers to 105,000 followers in the past, like, you know, a year to, to, to do that. So that generated a lot of leads into a program. And literally most of the current clients that we have, um, have come from, from there. So we brought in people into our Facebook group and now we have like nurturing channels and all kinds of different things like that. And we provide an insane amount of value, like for free. We don't really charge for it. We give like food swaps, food guides, meal plans, all kinds of different things like that for people that are not paying anything for it. Like they're, they're just there for them to grab. Um, and that's honestly what I, what, what we believe. Like, I was like, if I can help people, like they don't have to sign in with me. Like if, if the stuff that we do, it's helping people be healthier and make better choices and accomplish your goals without paying me a dime, then that's, that's success for me. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily want them to become clients of mine. Um, especially if they feel obviously they're kind of getting the best results without even doing that. Right. It's it, that that's that's honestly the true reality behind that. Sure. Like I have a business run and all that. But I think a lot of times, like I see so many entrepreneurs that are just afraid to kind of give too many people too many different things out. And and to be honest, I think the more you give, the more the more successful business you're going to have, because it's more of like a, a reciprocity thing. Right. Like, oh, my God, this guy's giving so much. Like, imagine what it's going to look like 
when we kind of like have an actual, we're part of that program. And really it's not necessarily the bells and whistles that we give. It's more about the experience and the journey of, of, of and the support that somebody gets when they kind of come into our program pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so good, man. I, I absolutely love that. And I think, yeah, like you mentioned, so many people are concerned with like, oh, I don't want to give away the farm. It's like, you know, very small percentage of people are going to do anything with it anyway. The ones that do great, like awesome. Like, yes, that's what it's for. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I think, I think the, the opposite is true. Like you said, is like, people are going to think, wow, like they give all of this away for free. Like imagine what life is going to be like, or imagine what they're going to give away when we jump into their program. So uh, I think, I think that's another mindset shift that a lot of people need to have. It's like, we're, we're here to provide value and, and provide value first and foremost before anything else. And when you do that, you get so much more in return without any expectations of it, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, this, this has been so good, man. Uh, I, I'd love to know, like, what's been a big, you know, personal win for you in the, in the last month or last few months? Um, that's a good question. So there's a few, uh, I think the, the, the biggest win definitely has been like, we are on track to actually have our best quarter. Um, so from the, from the revenue standpoint, that's definitely kind of like a, a huge one for us, um, from, and, and it's actually become a lot more easier. So we have really good systems in, in place right now that are really helpful. Um, another big personal win too, is, um, the fact that we're, we have built a business that allows us to travel. So we're going to be kind of like spending three weeks in Mexico, um, and you know, towards the end of September and kind of like working from there, like we're going to be a couple of weeks in the friend's apartment that she's going to be traveling a couple and then another week we're going to be spending there because, you know, we take our work wherever we go. And, and I think that's another big thing too, that I wanted to achieve with freedom and only financial freedom to just kind of pick up and go wherever we wanted to. Um, but at the same time for us to be able to, to have it to still build something while we are doing it and having fun and enjoying our lives. So uh, I think that's like, I guess like a big personal win that we kind of booked those tickets and we're ready to kind of go. And, and, and we have that kind of like coming up for us as well. Ah, oh, man. I love Mexico. I'm, I'm half Mexican uh, by the way. So it's, oh, that's it's awesome. yeah. So it's, it's so, so great. That's amazing, man. Three weeks. Yeah, in Mexico. Dude. I love that. It's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Heck yeah, it is. Heck yeah. So what are your, what, where do you, what do you envision? Like, what are your plans uh, for life and business in the next five years? I mean, you're, you're growing uh, at an amazing rate now. Like what, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So um, at 35 is going to, this is going to be a million dollar, million dollar company. Um, and cause it's always kind of like being a goal of mine, not necessarily to kind of get to the number, but rather with what that represents in our life, uh, for my family, for our business, for the people that we'll be helping, uh, because it's all kind of like win-win situation for everybody. Right. Like to get to that point means like we're helping so many more people into that process and not everybody's successful into what we do because that's just a statistical thing. Right. But, you know, the more numbers that we can kind of get from there that we're helping through um, our offerings and what we do in our coaching programs, like the more people that are going to kind of like achieve happiness and confidence and excitement and all those different things like that at the same time as we're creating a life that we want to, 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 to do. Like we were getting closer to kind of having that dream day, as I like to call it, like where we wake up and, and, and we have the, uh, the finances in our bank account and we have the freedom to be able to kind of choose certain things. We have a family that is kind of growing and doing whatever they want to do at any kind of given point because we don't lack anything. That's a big thing. In terms of the company, besides obviously turning that into like a million dollar company, I want to make sure that I have something that um, I want to uh, have a way to kind of give back right so um for me is it's not only kind of building something for ourselves to help other people but also to kind of give back to whether it's our community to the world and and uh, we want to make sure that we kind of get to that point point. and honestly now that i'm part of this entrepreneurship 
like roller coaster that I'm on. It's just like kind of exploring new ventures and new different kinds of things that can kind of like help us, you know, maybe kind of create some more passive income in the future, whether it's real estate or, or just kind of like my wife's always kind of had the dream to kind of open up her own coffee shop. So we want to make sure that we kind of have the possibility to do that in a way that doesn't tie us to any kind of liabilities, right? That we can kind of have enough money in the bank that we can say, you know what, you want to start a coffee shop? Like, cool. Like we can kind of set aside this amount of money and we can kind of start this venture and we can kind of work on it, right? Rather than just being drowned in debt because we're just like trying to pursue certain things and certain dreams. That's where I want to, that's where I envision um, um, us to kind of go and just to completely be debt free. Um, that's the, that's the main kind of dream. And then I want to accomplish all those things before I turn uh, 40, but the, that's that the next milestone is going to be 35. So that's, that's, that's huge, man. So you said a million, million dollar company company by the age of 35. Yeah. And I think the biggest yeah. thing that I should have said this and like, no offense to, to anybody that like does route of like business coaching. And I just, uh, you know, I want to be, cause one of the things that I have noticed, um, is that a lot of times like people pivot, um, a lot and, and it's a, it, they pivot in a good way is to kind of help other people help more people through like helping them coach and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I've seen many, for example, like dietitians kind of like going into, like they get some success and they kind of switch over into like the business coaching space, which is, there's something wrong with it. I, I don't criticize it. I just want to be the, the, the company and the dietitian that can get to a seven figure business and always staying within this consumer market. Right. I think that's, that's something that I have wanted to prove myself because I can kind of like switch right now, like with the success that we've had and I can teach the methods and all the kind of things like that, because there's a ton of dietitians that are still willing and dying to obviously learn how to do an online coaching, how to do those different things like that, which obviously there's people like you that can help them. Right. But I, I want to make sure that I get to like, I, I want to, pr- I promise myself I'm going to build a seven figure company in a consumer market in that. weight loss or like, you know, and, and fitness and all those different areas. That's a big goal that I have. And, and at that point I'll explore any kind of like possibilities of being able to kind of help other people get to the same point. Um, that's a big milestone that I want to make sure that we get to as well. Yeah. And the man. main reason why I want to achieve it. That, that's so good. That's so good. I love that. So, so age 35, how, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? I'm 33. All right, man. Yeah, let's couple get years. it. Couple of years, man. I, I have a feeling you're going to hit that before before 35. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure, awesome. like it'd be a possibility. So heck yeah, heck yeah, man. This is this has been so so amazing. Um, thank you so much for for jumping on. I really really honor your time here. Do you mind sharing with our audience where they can keep up with you if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Hey. Healthcare professionals need help with nutrition too. So yeah, you never know. Coaches and coaches and coaches. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, you can you can check out our Instagram channel. My Instagram is Andres Ayesta. Um, that's a good way to for you to be able to kind of find me. Um, we do have a really cool Facebook community called uh, Planet's Nutrition Club. Um, and you can also um, check us out there. You can request to join. We have a lot of really cool, cool stuff in there. And then if you're in, a, if you're a TikToker and you like to kind of like, you know, laugh a little bit, you can just follow me under Andres the Nutritionist. Um, and that's another place where you'll be able to uh, find me um, just doing TikTok dances and doing fun stuff. But those are like <laughs> the main places. And of course, if you want to check out our website to check out what we do, um, you can go to planosnutrition.com. Um, and you can check us out there. Um, I do also have a podcast. I have a bunch of stuff. <laughs> we also have a podcast called the Nutrition Blueprint Podcast. Um, and that's a place where we typically um, educate, teach, and bring podcast guests and stuff like that. So if you're really um, into nutrition and nerding out a little bit more about like fat loss strategies for fitness and health, that's another place that you can check us out as well. 
Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, that, that is that is so great. Uh, thanks again, man. This was a blast. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for jumping on. And we'll see you in the next thank episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable. And I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.